Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Our Notre Dame Football Saturday continues with Legacy Heating and Air Game Day and your hosts, Tim Growl and Vince Tedario. That was a little bit of the band Chicago who will join the Notre Dame Marching Band at halftime today. And it's a lovely, crisp, sunshiny-filled day as your number nine Fighting Irish take on the Falcons from Bowling Green. We are on the porch of the Ivy Court Inn and Suites. We're just west of the intersection of Edison and State Road 23, across from the famous linebacker lounge. We hope you are all out. You can uh, come out for the day, spend the day, watch the show, get some autographs and pictures of the guests, and oh, you got to eat some of that delicious Fishers and Tips barbecue. Boy, I can smell it right now. It smells amazing. Oh, it does. Well, I'm joined by Blue and Gold Illustrated Football Analysis Analyst. I'll get that word right sometimes. Ah, you know. Sorry about that. You got too long of a title. And WSBT's <laughs> own Vince D'Addario. Good morning, Vince. Just filling up the business card. That's the, uh, the goal. I wish they paid you by letter on the business card. That'd be fantastic. But Yeah, uh, we got to add teacher, baseball coach, yeah, and everything man. else to that, too. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. <laughs> it keeps me busy, and I you know, got reminded of what my family looks like last night, so that was good. Got to hang out <laughs> with them a little bit. But, uh, no, it's going to be a great day, and uh, like you said, Working with Blue and Gold as the football analyst, and we've got a special going. Go to blueandgold.com, type in Irish 60, and you get 60 free days of all the premium info that we're going to be handing out. And plus, you get four free digital copies of our weekly magazine as well that I also have a column in. So uh, get all the information. You get 60 days free, which you get you through the bulk of the football season. And uh, we don't stop there. We go all off season, and obviously into the playoffs and. The bulls, the bull season, and everything else. So, uh, a lot of fun working with pool and gold. But I'm here with you now, and we are getting ready for a game. Can't say it's well, honestly, it's a big game. But let me ask you, um, being a 45-point favorite, yeah, which, which could be the largest point spread favorite in Notre Dame's history. Well, it's it's uh, the biggest since I believe 1986, All right. when Lou Holtz was still at the helm. So, you know, the old word. Trap game usually comes after beating a big team, which we we did a good job last week and everything. Do you think this is more mentally on everybody's mind to keep themselves fired up and the coaches versus the physicality of of playing this team? Well, and Brian Kelly remarked in the in his his radio show program that that preceded us that they they're going to play to their standard, and that's the way you have to coach it. You have to coach that you've got to play to your standard. You're going to be doing what you do it doesn't matter who you're going to play against it matters how you play and uh and that's what they've been stressing all week supposedly they had a a good week of practice a good hard-hitting week of practice um of course this is a time where you you look to work on you and you look to get some uh, to work on your depth is a nice way to put it right um but you don't tell the kids that i mean that's not something that you preach as a coaching staff but of course that's what you're looking to do um and Look, even if Notre Dame 
struggles or you know it, it becomes a trap game for them um the reality is this is not ball state from last year right bowling green can't hold a candle to ball state and mm-hmm. i and i it is what it is and uh but it, they're still another five fbs team you know notre dame doesn't schedule fcs teams and so uh you know they're gonna go take care of business but you want to see steps in the right direction. You want to see Notre Dame taking another step towards being a championship-level team, and you can still do that against an opponent that's not the best. You can right. still do that. Um, and so that's what that's what you look for as a coach in this game. Pick me one thing out of last week in particular that we have to work on this week. Well, I think, you know, the the obvious one is, is Ian Book needs to work on a few things. Um, he needs to work on his pocket presence, needs to work on keeping his eyes downfield, things like that. Um, I think the interior of the offensive line, uh, they did a lot better last week as a line as a whole, uh, firing off the ball and doing uh, working as a team, working as a group. Uh, that's probably the most important place on the field where you need to work as a group. Um, but they can still get better. I think the, the three guys in the interior can still fire off a little quicker, uh, still establish that line of scrimmage a little bit further down. Um, uh, and though, like I said, it's the fundamental stuff that you work on in a game like this, and you can still see progress. You got it all right, and that's what we got to do today. Tim Growl, Vince D'Addario on the porch of the Ivy Court Inn and Suites on the Legacy Heating and Air Game Day Show. So now let's get a, a former Notre Dame player insight. This next guest can give us an insight on uh, all three sections of a football team. He played running back. He played linebacker. <laughs> he captained the special teams, and actually he was a captain of the whole team, and that's <laughs> Travis Thomas. Travis, welcome back to game day. Good morning, guys. Glad to be back home, man. Thanks for having me on this morning. So tell me, what it, what's uh, how long has it been since we were here last year for a game? Oh, man. Uh, I didn't make a game last year. It's probably been about two years. So walking on the campus and seeing all the changes, did you get in the big indoor football <laughs> as he shakes his head, folks? I, I don't even recognize half of it anymore. Yeah. You know, I see where my dorm was, and at that time, we actually had training camp on the field just behind Ham's bookstore, mm-hmm. right? There was yeah, nothing that's there. right. That's there was right. nothing there other that's... than, you know, a couple of volleyball yep. courts. Now there's other dorms surrounding it. I'm trying to find my dorm, <laughs> right? I see South <laughs> Dining Hall, so it's a whole other world, man. These kids got it really good. So in talking to some of the other players and stuff, um, the differences in training table, how they feed the team, yeah. where they're located and everything else, um, what, are you, what, are you, what are you hearing? How are they adjusting or liking that, I guess? Spoiled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way. Uh, Would you, you have know. liked all that? You know what? We used to get the scraps at the dining hall, right? Yeah. You know, regular student population. Yeah. We get done uh, with practice. We go and eat real quick, and then we got to go to study hall. So, right. you know, we, we uh, survived on what was left. <laughs> so they're just getting caught up to speed with all the other guys, right. all the other programs around the country have been having this. So it's really good to see that they're, you know, getting their, their catered meals towards what their specific dietary needs are. Well, and, and obviously it's an arms race across the country. And, and to be honest, Notre Dame was lacking there for, for a while. And yeah. I think that they've... They've caught up. I mean, that beautiful new indoor facility. I don't know if you had a chance to get in there yet. Only exterior. Yeah. Um, But you know what? Like you mentioned, for recruiting, you know, uh, that's huge in terms of attraction to to just have those things in place. So we talked to other guests in the the past and stuff. How important do you think it is at Notre Dame that the football players are right in with the students? They're not sitting in their own dorm or something like that? Mingling, just regular student life. Yeah. I think that's what makes this university unique, right? There's no athletic housing, right? You're just a student here. You certainly have to earn your keep uh you have to go to class you have to make the grades to pass nobody's going to push you on by um so you know it really prepares you for life outside the dome right uh in the real world so somebody asked me i think it was yesterday um you know 
you know, they said Notre Dame's never going to be able to win a national title because of the admission standards and all this. We've heard this a million times. I want to get your perspective on that. I mean, clearly, Notre Dame can compete with the best in the nation on the football field and still not sacrifice in the classroom. What are your feelings on that and how that kind of separates Notre Dame? Well, you know what? I certainly think uh, that Notre Dame should not uh, wave from the standards that have been set, right? They're they're a high bar that's there uh, that needs to be upkept continuing forward. And I think as you mentioned, proven on the big national stage, you know, competing with the Georgias, uh, you know, the Alabamas and Clemsons, uh, we're right up there. Um, certainly getting high caliber athletes coming in uh, more so than ever before. So uh, being able to manage uh, the academic standards as well as the rigor on and off the field, regardless of the ranking of your opponent, because you know they're going to bring their A game every single Saturday, regardless of, you know, what their ranks, so you can throw their rankings out of the window. Um, so again, I think that's what makes Notre Dame special, uh, being able as a student athlete to have to really juggle both of those things at a high level. Well, and, and kind of put to bed the myth that, you know, football players are treated differently, uh, you know, when it comes to academics. Right. I mean, I, I know, but look, talk about, a li- you know, a little bit about what's expected sure. of a football player at Notre Dame. I, I mean, you're expected to show up. You're expected to have your work. And to be very honest with you, uh, many times in my experience, I was uh, expected a little bit more. Um, because they, uh, you know, certain professors may think that you're coming in with uh, the expectation that it's going to be a little bit easier because sure, you're on scholarship, sure. you know, football guy. Um, that's certainly not the case here. Uh, there's many a times when I've been targeted out to, to speak and, and lead by example, um, you know, because uh, being a member of the athletic team. So um, that's certainly not the case here. I can't speak for any other university, only Notre Dame. <laughs> I just know what I had to go through to earn that piece of paper after four years. Absolutely. So well worth it. It's well worth it. That's exactly right. This is the Legacy Heating and Air Game Day Show. We're talking with 2007 Fighting Irish team captain Travis Thomas. Let's build that resume going up to becoming that captain in 2007. So you played on the uh, 2002 state title AA team in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I saw you made 137 tackles. Were you recruited by Notre Dame for defense or offense? Notre Dame was solely, uh, solely offense. Okay. Um, I was recruited mostly by a lot of the Big East teams, uh, Big Ten, you know, a couple Pac-10 back there, uh, but it was really really the Big Ten teams, right? The Michigan States, Ohio, the Michigans. Uh, a few of those uh, defensively, but majority of my recruiting came from offense. Yeah. So you made that, you got offense, but so what was the decision to put you in on 2006? You played a lot of linebacker yeah, too yeah a lot uh well like you know growing up uh, it was always expected of us being from a small city school in you know south of, of pittsburgh you had to play everything absolutely <laughs> right and uh you didn't want to get off the field so you wanted to play everything and so that kind of took me back to my old beginning days my foundation uh i was up for it it was certainly a way for me to be on the field a whole heck of a lot more considering i was already doing special teams uh coach agreed to allow me to continue to play running back so i said sign me up uh, whatever I can do to help the team. And uh, I think we had a really good year that year. We played LSU in the, right. in the Sugar Bowl. Right. Didn't get the outcome we wanted, um, but it was a, a very good year. Probably the best shape I've ever been in my life. <laughs> so we had a guest on last week, John Mosley. He played for Notre Dame offense and defense, but in different seasons. Avery Davis, yeah. offense and defense in different seasons. How do you keep all those different plays for offense and defense in your mind <laughs> you know i mean obviously you did it in high school but you got a lot more playbook right. that's in in college yeah yeah the the, uh, the playbooks uh, miniature encyclopedia <laughs> once, once you get to this point um you know for me it's just commitment right commitment to you know do a little extra film study um you know meet in the coach's office um the same you know rigor and, and focus you apply on academics uh, you have to do even more so uh, in the athletic realm so uh, i definitely had to apply myself uh social time went down just a, a little bit <laughs> 
little bit. Just a little bit. Um, but again, in order to, to perform and manage the high standards that are expected of you as a player at Notre Dame, it was certainly something that was necessary. So uh, let's talk about this year's team. I'm sure you've been able to, you know, keep up with the guys. And uh, what are your thoughts kind of, you know, maybe not necessarily in this game, but, you know, overall, what are your yeah. thoughts on the team? You know what? Um, I'm really proud of how they played in the Georgia game. Yeah. Uh, I saw a lot more out of there than maybe I anticipated based off of the first two sure. uh, showings. Uh, and, again, the level of competition wasn't as great as Georgia. But I was really impressed with the physicality uh, of the interior, both offense and defense, uh, the open field tackling. I think they showed the level of athleticism that Notre Dame has on the team now to compete with those SEC teams. Um, but I would still like to see a little bit more physicality interiorly to help uh, elevate that running game to take some uh, pressure off of Ian and create more balance offensively. So you played linebacker, obviously. And we've seen this year, you know, a brand new linebacking core. You know, guys are kind of, you know, Asmar Bilal's playing the inside really for the first time ever at this level. Does it take a couple of games to just get used to how things are flowing around when you're in the middle of the defense and, and having to read everything? Because, you know, first two games were a little rocky, but then you get to that game three and game four, and all of a sudden the linebacking core is just pl- just showing up. Yeah. yeah I think the best, uh, the best uh, teacher is experience, right? you got to get out there and do it. Um, you can't simulate the game speed and practice as much no. as you want to. You can't simulate the, the hostile <clears throat> environment with the speakers in the indoor uh, facility. So um, you just got to get out there and play. And... Um, I think you're starting to see that that level of comfort rise, um, getting comfortable with reading the keys, and most importantly, just getting comfortable with with the speed, right? Reading reading and reacting. Um, Once you know what you're looking at, then you can just play off of pure athleticism and instinct. Tim Grahl and Vincent Dario on WSBT's Game Day. We're broadcasting from the porch of the Ivy Court Inn Suites. Just across the street north of the linebacker. Stop on by and say hi as we continue our interview with former Notre Dame running back and special team specialist, Travis Thomas. So we saw that onside kick last week. Take take me through that on your pregame preparation for an onside kick. Were they just not expecting it? Obviously, it was either something pre-planned or they were seeing Notre Dame's players running towards the tendency of the kick of the ball. Yeah. But isn't your your coaches at halftime talking about that or is that... You, you know what? They certainly prepare for it. Um, you can look at past year's film with special team tendencies from different plays. Some like to be a little bit more riskier than others. Um, you're always having a plan for you know that one big play that can really turn the momentum of a game. That, that certainly is one right. uh, in any game. Um, so you can plan for it. Uh, according to how the game's going, you may have a feel to expect mm-hmm. it to come. But I've seen sometimes you know teams come out second half, first kick. Right. Onside and right. it came out of nowhere. So uh, you can plan for it, but it's really hard to predict sometimes. Well, the reason I asked Brian Kelly was saying something at his press conference that he said he thought it was kind of weird that they went to kick against the wind. Wouldn't that, as a coach, all of a sudden be like, oh, guys, yell out right. in the field? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, red flag. So, yeah, but who knows, man? Sometimes right. it's just, uh, you know, feel as you go, right? So, how's that fraternity of being a team captain? What does that mean to you? Being a team captain, obviously, is a huge honor. It means that uh, you've earned the respect of your teammates. Um, they see you as a leader. Uh, you know, me personally, uh, I was always a leader more so by example and then verbally. Um, as I became more tenured, um, I became more verbal, right, more outspoken. But uh, I've always been uh, a leader by example. So uh, I, I take it as uh, a challenge, right, um, have to perform at a higher level so that the others can raise their level of play. Um, and certainly you're looked at differently, right? Uh, the way you carry yourself on and off the field uh, certainly magnified. So, you know, it's just a, a level of responsibility that you have to be up for. Uh, certainly if you're elected by your teammates from earning their respect, you, you should be up for that challenge. So it's an elite level of, uh, of people that 
have been in that fraternity here, so certainly proud to be a part of it. Do you like the fact that uh, they're using um, starters on offense and defense now and all the special teams? Or, yeah. or was that the way when you were there? I don't uh, think it was. We had a few here and there. Right. Um, but, you know, if, if you're the man, yeah, probably not going to want to do special teams <laughs> if you're the guy on offense or defense, right? right. Um, but, you know, I certainly think when you're showing your versatility at this level, if you're looking to go to the NFL, mm-hmm. um, whether you're a first-rounder mm-hmm. or you're you know, a priority free agent, you know, special teams can be that way for you to make that 53-man roster. So just showing flashes of that and really you know, keeping you involved in the game. Claypool's a beast out there, isn't he, guys? He, man, I'm, I'm telling you. He loves flying down there on punt <laughs> coverage, contact, man. I contact. tell you what. Yeah, absolutely. That's his game. Yeah. Offensive guys wanting to hit def- other guys, <laughs> yeah. right? They don't get a chance <laughs> to do it as That's much stuff, too. So we're talking with Travis Thomas. Vince has got some questions we're asking all of our our guests. I want to ask you one more question oh, first sure. before we jump right into that. Um, being a captain, being a leader uh, on your team, how does that prepare you for the next level of life? You know, it, it, just everything that goes into being on a football team, being a, you know a top-rated football team, sure. and then being a leader on that team. You know, it prepares you for life after football and any organization that you choose to get into, any field, right? Um, obviously, being a leader of a sales organization, uh, you know, coaching your people, holding them accountable to do their job so that the overall performance of the organization uh, elevates and rises. So, you know, like I said, Notre Dame, you know, the pitch that they gave to me sitting in the living room was, hey, this is not a four-year decision. It's a 40-year decision. Right. And you really don't you know, take that to heart or, or understand it until you're outside of mm-hmm. uh, Notre Dame in the real world and, uh, you know, it's certainly very applicable to my everyday life. So what are you doing right now? Right now, I, uh, I manage all of the Midwest uh, for the company that I work with. It's a medical device company called Steris, mm-hmm. um, surgical equipment, and I uh, manage all sales and service there and uh, also dabble in real estate investing as well. Oh, man, you yeah. just like a Notre Dame team, you got your hands in a lot of different things, Yeah, right? yeah, if, I, if I'm not being busy and I'm not uh, moving around, I get nervous. I feel like something's <laughs> wrong, right? So. Are you doing anything in athletics? Are you, are you doing any coaching on the side or maybe even your kids? Just you look like you could go out there and play right yeah, now. Man. I try. I try to stay trim. I'm involved in my daughter. She's a 11, doing soccer right now. There you uh, go. We just moved out here to the Midwest a year ago from uh, New England. We were in Boston last okay. year. So in the Chicagoland area, sure. she's doing outdoor soccer and hopefully do uh, track and field in the spring. Very so cool. try to keep her busy. I don't have weekends anymore. Just, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, just, right. Just remember if you had an argument with your daughter in the same week that she asked you, Daddy, can I take some shots on you at goal? Would you just be the goalie? Watch out for that. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the gloves? Yeah, that's right. Put them on. <laughs> all right. So we, uh, we ask all of our guests four questions a week, kind of about the, uh, the current game and everything that's going on. So we're going to fire four of them at you. Over, under, 65 and a half combined points for today's game. Uh, I picked Notre Dame by three scores. So let's do, let's do, let's do 40, 42 minus 21. Okay. Math on that. I like that. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, Second question. Which is more likely today? A 100-yard receiver or a 100-yard rusher for Notre Dame? 100-yard rusher, considering uh, we want to get some more physicality up front with those boys on the line. So we'll, we'll pick rushing as an emphasis today. I agree. Number three, over under seven and a half pass attempts for Notre Dame backup quarterback Phil Jakovic. <laughs> over or under pass attempts? Yeah, pass attempts. Seven and a half. He had, he, uh, the, during the, um, the New Mexico game, he had two. So... And he played, I think, two or three series. Let, let's do over, considering uh, I hope we get a, a nice lead uh, to get uh, some of our backups and additional players some experience out there. There, there we go. All right, final question for you. Number four, 
Notre Dame recorded eight sacks last weekend against Virginia, over under five and a half in today's game. Let's do over. There we go. I like it. Let's do over. I like it. That's the aggressive linebacker talking. Yeah, like we got it. We got it. <laughs> and what'd you say, 42-21? 42-21. All right. I like it. And you uh, go enjoy a nice day. It's going to be beautiful Man, out there today. This is football weather uh, under the dome indeed. And we enjoy all of it. And we really appreciate you taking on hey, the time. Thanks for having us. Good to Thank see you guys you. again. Always Thank a pleasure, man. Thanks, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. This is the Legacy Heating and Air Game Day Show live from the porch of the Ivy Court Inn and Suites. Come on by, have some barbecue with us, and stay for the rest of the show. This is WSBT, the sports leader, 96-1. And the game day show is brought to you today by Legacy Heating and Air. Protect your family. Schedule an $82 tune-up and safety inspection with Legacy Heating and Air. Enjoy a worry-free winter. Schedule online at LegacyHeatingAndAirInc.com. By Budweiser. Great times are waiting. Grab some buds. By Carmela's at McCree's, your post-game dining destination. And McCree's Italian Bakery for all your tailgating needs. By Eddy Street Commons at Notre Dame. Come dine, shop, and enjoy the merchants at Eddy Street Commons. By Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Contact Ryan Hale in South Bend or Jerry Hunt, also in South Bend. By Fisher's Tips and <coughs> Chips Barbecue, a mouth-watering, finger-licking affordable family meal. South 11th Street in Niles and by the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Together, we can stop hunger. Learn more at feedindiana.org. And coming out of break again, that was the great band Chicago, a good friend of the show, and they are playing with the Notre Dame marching band, the best band in the USA, the Notre Dame marching band at halftime for today's game. It is a beautiful day. It should be a beautiful day for the game. It's going to be mid-60s. Chris, you had a high school game last night, a little chilly last night, Vince. It was a little chilly. First time I had to, uh, you know, bring the jeans, <laughs> yep. uh, you know, but, uh, but it's great. I, football weather to me is sweatshirt. You know, going out there, a little crisp feeling in the air. You know, leaves are turning. That's football weather, and we got it today, and I'm, I'm pumped. And this is the first, first meeting between Notre Dame and Bowling Green, marking the 147th different opponent the Irish will face in the 131 years of Notre Dame football. Wow, look at you with a nugget. Oh, I'm telling you. Okay, but fill, our, fill my mind full of numbers. You know? <laughs> that's, that's all it takes. Hey, let's talk to somebody that knows what a crisp autumn football night is from playing here locally and knows what it's like from playing at Notre Dame. Former Penn High School and Notre Dame Center, Braxton Cave. Welcome back to the show, Braxton. Well, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Hey, uh, so tell me, what's what's going on with your life these days? Well, so we got a daughter, two and a half years old. Great. Now, and we just welcomed a baby boy in the world six weeks ago. So Congratulations. Wow, wow you're busy. We, we are busy. We're uh, <laughs> relearning how to sleep on, in two-hour increments again. Absolutely. So you're already looking through uh, like the uh, Notre Dame catalogs for a college? Uh. Oh, yeah. It's, it doesn't <laughs> stop. <laughs> I noticed in talking to Travis, had you ever met Travis before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That fraternity of Notre Dame players and stuff, wherever you go, that bond's going to be with you the whole rest of your life. Yeah, you know, w one of the cool things I tell people is when I, when I graduated during senior week of graduation, we started a group text with 10 of us, um, and to this day, we're talking it every single day. So, you know, that, that brotherhood, that bond, you know, a lot of guys or people that you go to school with, you kind of fall out of touch. It's been pretty cool, unique that we we still talking it every day. Now, when we came out, there was seven of us who were playing in the NFL and and now there's there's one left. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of babies, a lot of wives. Uh, <laughs> a lot of catching up to do. The dynamic has changed tremendously. So. Oh, I can imagine. Well, let, let's go back a little bit, you know, to your to your prep school days. 
Um, you know, obviously coming from Penn and, and what uh, – talk a little bit about that experience and then getting recruited to play at Notre Dame, you know, the school in your backyard and what made you, you know, want to wanna just stay close to home. Yeah, so obviously Penn – you know, if you if you're up to date with Indiana high school football this year, it's been a, a tough season for for Penn, but um, always been a strong football program. So uh, high expectations coming out, and you know, I, I think I ended ended up my recruiting process with somewhere around 40 scholarship offers. But really, once Notre Dame one came, it was it was pretty obvious. And and I tell the story all the time with with people that when I was being recruited, you know. Florida was hot, hot on the trail, the recruiting trail, and this is when they had Tim Tebow yeah. and that whole, you know, <laughs> dynasty thing going on. And and Urban Meyer used to call the house, and if and if I didn't answer, you know, it would go, "Hello, Mrs. Cave, Urban Meyer here, University of Florida," and she'd just hang up because <laughs> <laughs> there was there was no chance she was letting me get that far away from home. So, you know, it was, you know, I enjoyed every minute of, of Notre Dame and the network and the tradition and everything that goes along with it and it's true that it is a 40-year decision instead of a four and um you know just blessed to have the opportunity and, and to grow up in this area and fulfill that dream has, has been special well and, and having your family local like that they the uh the dinners that your mom would put yeah. for those, those are legendary they're, that's right they're those, famous i mean that and that's probably i you know where kind of the brotherhood uh yeah. was really formed yeah it was uh you know my my parents, even through the recruiting process, we'd always have people stay at the house and, um, you know, instead of having to rent a hotel room and do that thing, we'd stay at the house. Again, it was a great opportunity for my parents to get to know other parents yeah. and me to, you know, grow that bond. And th- I was basically looked at by the coaches as the recruiting coordinator of our class. <laughs> That's and, great. Uh, it, you know, it was a, a special experience um, to this day. You know, my mom, she's uh, Italian, but her she became famous on burritos. So people still to this day hit us up and, and want to talk about What that. day of the week did that food truck show up for those uh, dinners? <laughs> or trucks, I should say. Yeah, that was that was our Thursday night go-to. And how many? Was that the whole uh, offensive line? Usually the whole the offensive line, tight ends, and then uh, the, the quarterbacks. Wow. Did not, not, let me ask you, Did were there, were there guys that would come up and be like, come on, man, you got to let me come over, yeah, you I mean, know? You had to earn that one. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. You had to earn that. <laughs> Tim and Vince with Florida Notre Dame Center, Braxton Cave, as they get you ready for the Irish <clears throat> and the Falcons. We're on the porch of the Ivy Court Inn and Suites. Cross for the linebacker. Stop by. So, uh, Braxton, take me into uh, what you're, the center position and what you're looking at right now. What do you see uh because we've got a freshman playing, starting yep. and everything right now, and you tend to hear from some of the experts that might be where some of the breakdown is at because you got more experience on both sides. Yeah, you know, it's tough. You know, I, I remember coming in as a sophomore. My first start was against Purdue. It's, you know, he's they're, they're gaining great experience. Um, it's nice having a quarterback like Ian who's been in there. He's got some of that game time experience. He can make some of the calls that maybe you would rely on a, a veteran, you know, center to make, but um, they got – they got talent across that line. It's this is great experience. I I like, you know, the way they play. I like um, Patterson the way he's you know athletic. He can bend. Uh, it's early. Right? Are you seeing Absolutely. improvement every game? Seeing We're improvement every game. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah. Uh, playing well. I mean, it's just I I like what they're doing. I like I like the future that that is ahead of them. Well, not to get too technical, but the first four games I want to say have all been an odd front. So he's had a guy right on his head, and talk about how that is just. 
that's a different scenario when you're a center and you've got a guy right on your head as opposed to in your gap where you can really kind of rely on that double team. Right. I mean, the, the center position, you're you're really the facilitator mm-hmm. of the line. You know, the communication, you're helping on double teams and uh, trying to climb to second level. When you have a guy on your head, it, it does. It completely changes the way you approach it. You know, I remember when I was here, um, you know, Lewis Nix was Lewis Nix and <laughs> Ian Williams were the two guys over my head every single oh, day. Geez. So you, uh, you know, you get used to it, um, you, but you love when you get those even fronts and you can go and just double team on a guy and climb up. And um, so, yeah, it's uh, it makes it tough, but it, it just prepares you for what's going to come later in the season. And no pun intended, but having an odd front is is odd. The first four games of the season, yeah. not to have an even front yet. I mean, that's just a interesting kind of quirk in the schedule absolutely yeah and having that person right on top of you how, mu- how much more difficult is it that some place you're taking quarterbacks taking the center taking a snap under center versus oh, oh this is a shotgun formation now i gotta yeah. hike it differently i right. mean that's just got to be uh confusing to me but i'm not a center so yeah no i mean you you practice it so much that it's just it's second Comes nature rope. yeah absolutely but um it like i said it is nice when you when you have a little space in front of you instead of a guy breathing breathing on you so we've been talking to everybody, all the players, about the differences since uh, uh, they played or whatever, training table, facilities and everything. So what's your thoughts on all that? Yeah, so I, I was fortunate. I was right in that transition period where we got uh, the training table. Um, the Goog was relatively new. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see what they've done, I mean, it's amazing. It's, <clears throat> But that's, that's where we're at. Yeah. That, that's what college football is and with the whole recruiting process, it's – you know the facilities. The, it's what's what's going to give you the edge, and sure. you know they're they're definitely taking that step. So, so what was uh? Can you mark uh, the the biggest game that you played in, the one that gives you the most memories, or you got a certain play or anything? Um, you know, I lo- when I look back, it's you know that 2012 season was so special, and going on the road and and beating Oklahoma was a big. Oh one. yeah, that, that was, was a big game. Um, obviously the Stanford, the goal line stand. Um, and then going out to USC and, and getting a win out there to send us to the national title game. And those, those are the three that really stand out. Um, a specific play, you know, I, I can't narrow right. it down um, that much. Um, but, yeah, that, it was just such a special season that year. Especially if you were coming back from injuries. You yeah. got injured early in the career or whatever. Um, take us through the mentality of fighting, fighting back. Yeah, so uh, got I, I suffered an injury my freshman year, uh, was redshirted, um, and then my junior season made it. Um, you know, to the end of the year, we I had an injury uh, against Wake Forest, ended up having to get surgery, so I was out pretty much. You know, the whole bowl season, pretty much the whole spring, kind of had to fight my way back there, and um, that. But that became my game. That became my training. That was my battle every week to go in, every day to go in and train and. You know, Rob Hunt, one of the best trainers in the country. Uh, love that guy. He, he was amazing, getting me back in, in shape and getting me back to where I needed to be. And, um, you know, it, it's it's 100% a mental game. You know, you, anyone with the way, you know, surgery, surgeries and medicine is these days, you know, there's a lot of great doctors out there, but it's the mental piece on how you attack it coming back that right. makes the difference. So you made the, the big jump then from 2012 into the NFL. Mm-hmm. And... Everybody always says it's the speed of the game that is the difference for the, the quarterback and the running backs and stuff. What was the big difference for you? You know, honestly, when you play to school like Notre Dame or, you know, a lot of these top programs, you're playing against guys who are going to be in the NFL. So 
I think what, what I would say is the, the biggest difference is the the veterans are so savvy and there's so many like little little things. I mean, mm -hmm. you take a guy who makes, um, you know, a league minimum and you take a guy that makes $15 million a year and the difference between them is, is very, very small. It's like nothing. But there's, there's those little things that really separate guys from... Um, you know, good to great, mm -hmm. and that that was kind of the, one of the things that that stood out to me the most was just seeing how guys prepare each week. You know, when you get to the NFL, the physical side is, you know, you 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 bang around a little bit in training camp, but once you get through that, it's you know, it's all the mental game, and just seeing how some of these guys, you know, take care of their bodies, they you know, they prep for the game. It's all the mental notes. It's you know, Joe Thomas is a guy who I was fortunate to play with in Cleveland. Um, the way he would approach each week, it was special. It was it was something to learn from, for sure. It's got to take a lot of mentality. I wouldn't want to be an offensive lineman trying to keep Mac from the Bears out of the backfield. Yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah. a wrecking machine. Yeah, no He's, doubt about that. Well, uh, our defensive ends <laughs> look like that last week and stuff. So, uh, hey, Vince has got some questions for you, Braxton, if you don't mind. All right, so we've been doing a fast four this season. We asked all of our guests uh, some four questions about the game coming up. So, obviously, you've been following the team, so this should be easy for you. All right, so number one, over under 65 and a half combined points today. Over. I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring today. All right, number two, which is more likely, 100-yard receiver or a 100-yard rusher for Notre Dame? I kind of go with the 100-yard rusher. I, I mean, I think it's more of what I want to see. But, hey, for, uh, you're an old lineman, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they can do it today. Absolutely. And I think there's going to be an emphasis on running the game, to, or running, running the ball as well. All right, number three. Over under seven and a half pass attempts for Notre Dame's backup Phil Jakovic. Over. There we got to got to get him. Got to get, get some experience, some right? That's right. Yep. Absolutely, love that. All right, last question for you. Notre Dame recorded eight sacks last week against Virginia. Over under five and a half today. Over. That was quick. That was a quick response. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling good you know, about I, that one. You know, we got two studs on on the ends. Um, you know, lack of production the first few weeks. Uh, but I think that when you're playing against, you know, you, you get in some of these games and these guys get loose. And when, when you play against guys like this, you really tailor your your uh, your program, your, your weekly schedule against going against guys like that. So to see these guys now, they're, they're going to get loose. And, you know, some of these bigger games coming up, I, I expect to see a lot of production. Well, and one of the one of the kind of the question marks from the, the talking heads was that the interior defensive line was was going to struggle, and I thought that they had a fantastic game. Yes, they did. Yeah. I mean, they really pushed the pocket and allowed those guys on the edge to really make plays. Right. I mean, and if you if you look back to the Georgia game in the first half, you know what this defense is capable of. Yep. So it's just playing at that level all the time. Absolutely. And a score prediction? I was going to say, so, talk, yeah. talk about yeah. that real quick. From a player's perspective, you know, you come off the Georgia win, and you, mm -hmm. or the Georgia game, and you come off Virginia, a top 20 team, and now you've got a Bowling Green team who's been struggling a little bit. What's the mentality as the favorite going into that game? I think this going into this game is everyone you're obviously expected to win, um, but it's this is an opportunity to go in and, and, and fine-tune your skills, fine-tune your game plan, fine-tune all the things that you've worked on all year or all, all week in practice. Um, you know, these this is when you plan going out there and actually fully being able to execute it and not put yourself in tough situations. So, you know, that's... That was always my mentality going in when, you, when you're playing someone who obviously not a, you know, superior op opponent. It was, uh, you know, I'm going to go in here and do my thing. This, mm -hmm. is, this is going on film. There's a lot of people that are going to watch this, and I'm going to try and, you know, really perfect my craft. 
Absolutely. And a score prediction. Oh, man. Let's go. I'm going to go 52-13. 52. Oh, I like that odd number, That's 13. Good. I, like I like that. that. A lot of field goals. That's Braxton K, former Notre Dame and NFL uh, center. We appreciate you coming by today. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you Thank you so much. Me. This is WSBT's Game Day. We're live from the porch of the Ivy Court Inn and Suites. To get a reservation for your out-of-town guests or to book a, your own getaway, call the Ivy Court at 277-6500. 574-277-6500. We'll be right back with more football talk on Michiana Sports Leader 96.1 WSBT. And the game day show is brought to you by GulfStreamCoach.com. Looking for exceptional trainees to learn the RV business? Buy Ivy Court Inn and Suites, a boutique hotel, steps away from the University of Notre Dame. By Krennic RV Center, family fun starts here with 27 acres of RVs. Exit 39 off I-94 in Coloma, Michigan. By Kyle's Auto Repair, a dead battery is no fun. Have yours tested at Kyle's Lincoln Way East in Mishawaka. By Lechleitner Door, at Lechleitner we open all the right doors. By Mega Liquor and Smoke with dozens of locations in Indiana and Michigan. You're never far from your local Mega Liquor and Smoke. And by the Skillet. It's tailgate season. Let the Skillet do it all from setup, service, to teardown. It all starts with one call at 574-234-6069. And once again, that was Chicago coming out of the break. So they are playing at halftime. Uh, today with the Notre Dame uh, marching band and we are here at the porch of the Ivy Court Inn and Suites having another beautiful game, legacy heating and air game day show. Rob's people have been going through the, did they put a chair up there to block the line so you and I can't go through? Uh, I don't know, it seems, uh, I don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> I'm just saying. we got, we got to get Travis and Braxton and clear, uh, clear us a path. Yeah, well, Don't you know what? Uh, it'd take a lot more than that to keep me from uh, the Tasty Barbecue. I'm going to tell you that right now. But we are here at the Ivy Court Inn and Suites. And again, I went to do some study, and I wanted to find out where the manager of the Ivy Court Inn and Suites, uh, Jessica Fowler, of how many years we've been here. So bail me out. Did you do the? We talked about this a couple of shows. You I can see the look. You didn't do the research either. I'm just curious. It's not that we need to know, right? But it'd be fun to know because it's been a long time, right, Jessica? Did you ever work with Heather? Yes. Okay, so it's got to be at least 10, 15 years yes, then, right? Yes, Heather Gorowski, yeah. then Brandon Gill. And Brandon Gill. And then you. And now me. So tell me, what's your day like today? This is amazing, right? Yeah, it is. We got the football weather. We got the sunshine. Finally, this is fantastic. Uh, it's great. So um, booking at the Ivy Court, uh, come down for the November games. We still have Boston College. We still have Virginia Tech, which will be an amazing wow, game. Wow, yes. Um, you just need to call me at 574-277-6500 or get online at ivycourt.com. So you got the booking openings, but the Navy is filled. Navy's filled. Yeah, wow. Navy just brings back people all the time. Do you get a, a, some of the military people that come back each You know, month? we do. Um, but I think Navy is a special game for a lot of people. Sure. Um, it was the first Notre Dame game I ever went to. Oh, and I go. remember it uh, very cold. Was that what you remembered of it? Is that, uh, that's <laughs> I was like seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, but no, I think Navy's going to be a really good game. Uh, Boston College is 
I think is going to be a really great game. Um, we have limited availability, but I, I this is the place to be. Um, we got the tailgates, we got the we got you guys, we got Fishers, we got we got everything out here at Ivy Court. So for non-football weekends too, great place to come. Uh, amenities, breakfast uh, for the guests. We have one of the best breakfasts yes, that you're you going to have you in do. hotels. We have um, a, a dedicated staff who's been here for a long time. We don't believe in fake eggs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's saying uh, something too. The ones that turn green, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right yeah, I've had those before. There's no powder in our kitchen. Uh, <laughs> we make real food, and, um, and and honestly, all of us are in this because we want to make a good guest experience. We want to welcome you to South Bend. We want to welcome you to Notre Dame. Um, make sure that you're going to come back to our great city and this great university, and uh, it's it's our goal every day. You're a great ambassador for uh, South Bend. So give us those connections so everybody can uh, get a hold of you for reservations. Give me a call at 574-277-6500, or you can visit us online at www.ivycourt.com. And for people that haven't actually been here. We were are literally steps from Notre Dame. I mean, it, literally. I mean, it's it's a, a thirty second walk. You wake up. You it's ten minutes before you're in your seat at the stadium. <laughs> Seriously, with a beer in your hand. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> sure. Uh, it, it's a it's a, you can't get a better location really. And we're we're locally owned. We're independent. Um, we know how we know South Bend. We do it right. We appreciate it. That's the IP Cordian Suites General Manager, Jessica Fowler. Thank you for joining us, Jessica. Thanks. Guys. And we'll be right back with more game day. Your game day show is brought to you by Smith's Downtown Tap and Grill. Text Smith's DT to 85100 for exclusive deals and specials. By State Farm Agent Tim Grau for all your insurance needs. Call Tim at 232-9981. By United Beverage, encouraging you to enjoy responsibly. Drink wiser. By Winds Etc. Grill and Pub. Good food, great times, and online ordering. Just go to wingsetc.com. By Legacy Heating and Air, they offer efficient and affordable options when it comes to heating your home. Take advantage of 0% financing or rebates up to $1,700 on select Daikin Heating Systems. Schedule a free estimate at LegacyHeatingAndAirInc.com. And our internet service is provided by uh, mobile device support through patented Wi-Fi pods to ensure your event stays connected and engaged. Visit Hotspot Wi-Fi Pods dot com. It's easy for you to say. Man, <laughs> I completely tripped over that no, one. No, no, that's, that's a mouthful right there. <laughs> All right, how about some questions there, buddy? All right, man, we got to we got to get our uh, two cents in here. So, Tim, over under 65 and a half combined points in today's game. Yeah, that's a tough one because I don't think Bowling Green's really going to score. So uh, they may not. I and mean, you got to remember, you yeah. know, if Notre Dame's able to get their seconds and maybe even thirds right, in, there's always right, a chance. Right. I'll say more. All right, he's going over. I also took the over on that one. The spread's 45. I, I think that's going to be over. All right, which is more likely, 100-yard receiver or 100-yard rusher? I'll go with the rusher like most everybody. I, I believe that. Yeah, I think there's going to be an emphasis on the run game, and I think as far as receiving, I think they're going to spread the ball around. Number three, seven and a half pass attempts for Phil Dracovic. 
more up over. He's going over. I'm taking the under. I just don't think that they're going to let him throw the ball very much. He'll be handing off a lot. Number four, last question. Indy recorded eight sacks last weekend against Virginia. Over under five and a half in this game. That will be more. I completely agree with you. Well, what a great show again today. I'm smelling the barbecue. We just got minutes away till we head over there and have some barbecue. I'm pumped for and that. And then you get out to the stadium to uh, cover for Blue and Gold just, Illustrated. Just the beginning of a long day, Irish Illustrated. So uh, follow us along, and uh, it should be a good game for, for Notre Dame. I'm looking forward to it. Don't go anywhere as the Irish Falcons coverage continues. Right after the news, it's everything you need to know about today's matchup on Budweiser's Game Day Sports Beat. Immediately following Sports Beat, it's the Notre Dame Tailgate and pregame show. Then it's kickoff just after 3.30 p.m. With the broadcast team, Paul Burmeister, Ryan Harris, and Jack Nolan. And after the game, make sure to join Sean Sires and Reggie Brooks for the official postgame show. Vince and I want to thank all of our guests and also thank from WSBT, Jeremy Mays on site and Matt Embry back in the studio. And a shout-out to Rob with Fisher's Tips and Chips and Jessica Fowler here at the Ivy Court Inn and Suites. Plan to join us next Saturday at 3 p.m. as we get you ready for the big game versus the Trojans of USC. Joining us will be 1966 All-American and College Pro Hall Football Hall of Famer Alan Page. You'll want to be here to get some autographs and some pictures with Justice Allen. This has been the Legacy Heating and Air Game Day Show on your home for the Fighting Irish 96-1 WSBT, the sports leader. everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 